Welcome to the Mug and Bucket Show with Piyush Shinde, a podcast that documents inspirational tales of prominent personalities from arts, sports, politics, and business settings, and focuses on how they won their unannounced moments, which triggered a change in them and made an impact. Here is your host, Piyush Shinde. Art is whatever you can get away with. This, my dear listeners, was quoted by Andy Warhol. Today, our guest is a flamboyant artist. He is the founder and owner of the brand called Quirkbox. He holds a national record for painting India's largest new media artwork using a Fiat 500 car. Impressed, puzzled, or excited? Now let's unravel the quirky side of Jayesh Shashdev. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Jayesh. Thanks, Piyush. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So, uh, Jayesh, as you know that we have four sections in the show. Uh, first is the random mind. We are going to pick your mind randomly. Then there's the mug and bucket section. Uh, the third would be, uh, we'll be giving you an option. So, there's uh, for today, we have Ulta Pulta and uh, Know Your Age. And the final section is, as we all know, is uh, Maybe Prime Minister. So, these are the four sections. But before we go to the sections... I really want to ask you an important uh, question. I mean, we've had discussion about this before the show. It came to my notice that you are uh, tagged as Andy Warhol of India. And uh, so tell me, how do you relate to this? See, this is something that some journalist probably wrote in some article 10 years ago or a decade ago. So I I can't take any credit for the fact that, no, I wouldn't call it a fact for for the, you know, that whether I am or not. uh, Honestly, I'm not even a fraction of what Andy Warhol is. Uh, I may aspire to be, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I started out as an artist admiring a lot of his work and uh, wanting his work, if anything, you know, and I uh, obviously, as a student, when I started my art schooling, uh, you can't even afford to buy prints of uh, Andy Warhol, leave alone, you know. So yeah, I started off uh, imitating, replicating uh, the style, the ideation of Andy Warhol and uh, gradually evolved it into my own style uh, so i guess somewhere that that stuck and somebody called me that and after that a lot of people started referring to me as that i do not uh, necessarily associate myself with it but i but it's flattering nonetheless okay uh, so i mean uh, you know i wherever i read about you it was you know specifically mentioned uh, you know andy warhol andy warhol of india andy warhol of india okay. so uh, deep down does it feel good to be quoted that way i mean i i understand you know it's flattering uh, at the same time it's also awkward for you but is it uh, in a way acha lagta hai andar se you feel good okay people are talking or uh, uh, you know I associating mean, it sounds flattering yes but the truth is I am so far removed from what he is okay. that it's all it's uh, it's a bit of a joke actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I, yeah, I I'm not even like even in that zone of things to to feel like I deserve it. So yeah, it's a bit okay. of a joke. Okay. So that was well answered, uh, Jayesh. Now we move on to our first section. So you have to brace yourself up. I guess I have uh, put up some quirky questions okay. for you. Uh, are you ready? I'll give it my best shot. Okay. So, uh, here's the first question. If you were to be a fabric, which one would you be and why? I would be cotton because it's easy. It's liked by everyone. Okay. It's uh, all weather. It's durable. It's uh, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sustainable. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I okay. guess that would be me. Okay. Uh, who do you aspire to paint nude? 
that keeps changing you know but I then mean, there's there might be some aspirations right like uh, i i wish i could have painted uh, frida kahlo nude okay uh, your biggest phobia no one knows about that i'm afraid of heights okay no one knows about it maybe my wife does okay uh so uh, which brands do you prefer in the following category so i'll name it you just have to uh, tell us which brand do you prefer perfumes hugo boss uh watches shopard shoes nike whiskey don't drink whiskey uh any drink which you prefer currently i'm obsessed with this thing called limoncello oh, it's an italian uh, liquor liquor which i am completely okay uh, what, what what are the com- what is the composition it's of a, it's a it's a lime based liquor okay. it's uh, got a sweet and sour flavor okay okay interesting uh car i would aspire to have a range rover but i drive a varna okay uh wallet don't have a preference and bathing soap lux okay <laughs> that I don't, was... i don't know i don't know twacha ke liye acha hai no but that was totally unexpected lux <laughs> i don't know whatever whatever is a uh, on the rack i pick it up okay. i don't have preference okay so uh, now you are at a supermarket yeah. and uh, you have to buy three items such that it would make the cashier very uncomfortable the cashier is in her late 60s what would you buy i'd buy tampons and like one oh i have to buy three things three items. sorry yeah, yeah. Uh, i would buy tampons i would buy a uh, lubrication <laughs> and i would buy a dildo okay but then she has to understand like when when you say lubrication wo I'd say lube, and I think she'd get it. Okay, okay. Uh, listeners are going to go crazy over this. I mean, people are always uncomfortable with this topic. Right? Yeah, 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 it happens. So, if it was your last conversation, what would you like to say to the following people? Me. How are you going to make money of what you do? Okay. Uh, wife. Continue to be as you are. Okay. Uh, your best friend. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Okay so uh, we move on to the next question now uh, say you had to dress like a bollywood actress uh, who would you dress up as i wish i could pull off uh, with the finesse that sonam kapoor does okay. fashion okay shamin she's Graceful. quite a diva yeah yeah i'm i'm very uh, basic with the way i dress mm-hmm. but i really admire the way she pulls off okay stuff uh, now this is a tricky one for you say you Mithila Palkar and Shreya Pregaukar are stuck on an island. Okay. You will have to ditch one to escape the island. Who would you ditch and why? Yeah, I'd have to ditch Mithila. Sorry Mithila, I I love you but uh Shreya is a uh, is family technically so I'd have to Okay. Okay. Uh and lastly, this is the last section on uh, last question for this section. I give you three scenarios. Uh tell me which one would you like to paint? Intimate couple on top of a tree. uh two women playing in a jello tub or two cowboys in a ranch i think it's an easy one two women in a bathtub any day <laughs> why why do you say so i don't like drawing trees no but there's there's a wild sex happening but there's the a tree. tree involved okay okay that was uh, unplugged jayesh and you really answered the questions well we move on to the next section now uh, which is called the magen bucket section so we are going to lead you to your magen bucket moment or moments so this is the first question uh one definition of fine art which i have read is or which i know uh, is a visual art is considered to have been created primarily for aesthetic and uh, intellectual purpose and is just for its beauty and meaningfulness then there is also decorative and applied art like pottery and uh, some form of metal work where does quirk box as a whole fit into all this how would you define it 
fashion is also some kind of art okay and quickbox uh, isn't actually we don't really like to call it a fashion label we call it an art based fashion label uh, we don't sell clothes we sell uh, art in the medium is fashion so that's pretty much where quickbox fit in, fits into the scheme because while we as a product may sell the concept of fashion uh, we are actually just trying to sell uh, the prints that we create uh, which is what where we kind of fit in it's just the identity of uh art instead of it being on a wall is on a human figure so so you you cannot uh, say disintegrate what quirk box is at this point or maybe it's a you know mixture of it's an amalgamation of all of these forms i mean you wear my art and you walk around and you are a performance by itself okay so it's an amalgamation of multiple forms of art that's that's well said so uh, we move on to the next question now uh, say like like you mentioned say this is an amalgamation of all the above which one is more defining for your work can you elaborate a bit with an example for our listeners uh, specifically say if you have to uh, explain female nudity you you've been uh, doing a lot of things uh, which which i saw on instagram which aspect of art would that be that is figure study and that is my personal work which i don't associate with cookbox mm-hmm. uh, we all live lead you know multiple lives i guess or have multiple layers of our existence mm-hmm. cookbox is uh, one aspect of it and what i do as a independent uh, professional artist okay. uh, is not connected with quirkbox at all uh, there may be overlaps but it, it they are also they also have their own independent identity uh, as an artist i i paint i draw nudes mm-hmm. and uh, they are not associated with quirkbox so that's that's okay. a separate domain of my artistic life which i may showcase at a gallery but not uh, as box. part of quirkbox yeah. okay 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 uh, i mean now again this stems out from what you said why haven't you looked at male nudity from creative lens there might be a story to tell it's not that i haven't i just haven't enough i mean have i done done uh, drawn represented male nudity i have uh, it's just whether i have done it enough or not that's okay. the question this is i haven't seen yeah, uh, yeah, those on your yeah. instagram handle yeah. i mean i have i have in the past i i don't do it often i've in fact used myself as a muse i use my friends and you know but uh, there is there is more beauty in the female form than there is uh, in a bare male form uh, unfortunately men naked are not very attractive <laughs> okay you know maybe not so even to women okay or you know so yeah it's it's just a fact of nature that you know there is something very uh, organically beautiful about about it in its uh, you know raw form okay. and i just had to represent that okay okay So uh Quirkbox is an award winning and uh, renowned for its unique and never seen before designs and uh, that is what I associate Quirks bo- Quirkbox with. So I want to know uh more about the thought process you have like how does Jayesh think. So uh I have picked two examples and I want you to elaborate how you get started with an idea say for example uh, you uh, you have a fabric enchanted garden and say for example Priyanka Chopra is going to wear it. or there was a postcard suit uh, which i guess shreya pregaukar uh, i i recently saw a photograph so uh, where does the idea start from how do you like uh, can can you tell us step a b c d and then it goes on to the final product so it's all the i mean when you meet an artist the first question anybody asks them is where do you find inspiration from mm-hmm. and the truth is that you don't look for it in a place you know at a time and that it keeps changing it keeps evolving mm-hmm. it is not a space that okay at 9 o'clock in the morning when i wake up and have tea i will find it it may come through this conversation with you it may come through uh, just uh, a certain meal that you may eat through traveling through meeting new people through new conversations so okay. similarly through all these 
through some of all these experiences uh you understand certain things you learn certain things and you want to represent those things uh those representations are uh visually our imagination of whatever we have sort of accumulated and uh, so as a fashion label we don't determine what we you know uh we'll put as a print based on what is in trend mm-hmm. in the fashion scenario we do it based on as an artist what do i want to currently represent you know okay. what do i want to show okay. i don't want to decide what somebody else thinks i should show okay. that is why i started a label for myself mm-hmm. so that i can show what i i decide that i want to show my audience so if at this point i have traveled and i come back feeling like the postcards is a story to tell then i will represent those postcards through the medium of fashion okay. through workbox so that's what I'm, i was trying yeah. to understand so when you see a postcard so when you travel yeah so where does the first trigger point come no i want to get this on the fabric now right. how does it happen so uh, what what's your thought process what goes on in your head Actually, how does it trigger i one of my favorite things to do is obviously to travel and every time i'm traveling i come back very inspired because mm-hmm. there are it's a, it's refreshing on many levels because the culture is new the food the smell that the sights everything is different so every time you come back there is something you you bring back with you wherever you go i mean it, it need not be it could be first world third world whatever it is you come back with something Uh, that's very invigorating and that often is is a is a trigger point to you know create because you have so many new thoughts at this point that you want to represent it in some way mm-hmm. it could be a walk into a gallery where you see nudes and you want to make it into a collection it could be a certain food that you feel and you know italy inspires you or you know certain wherever you have last visited probably you know it it uh, it makes you feel something and so i mean like the postcards for example is one artwork of a series of collection so if that collection is called wanderlust which is say a travel inspired collection mm-hmm. there will be six prints that are in context to what travel means okay so you tell a story yeah we tell a story each. yeah so okay. each collection will have about six to eight prints and what, and the postcards is one of the eight other prints that exists as part of that wanderlust collection which is okay. a travel collection so uh, the enchanted forest for example will be one element of multiple prints of part of the enchanted forest uh, series okay i mean uh, there's very famous limca record holding canvas that you drew with uh, fiat 500 tires now where did that come from <laughs> i mean <laughs> uh, <laughs> like you uh, replaced a brush with a tire uh, technically speaking so what what did trigger you to think in that direction well actually fiat reached out to me or actually an agency reached out to me uh much like you saying okay you are the andy wahl and <laughs> we want to create some pop art inspired thing and and fiat 500 or fiat being an italian brand uh when they were about to launch the 500 in india which is a long time ago now uh it was more about a concept that they wanted to sell a story of an italian concept it was not an uh, assembled or made in india car it was something they were bringing from there mm-hmm. uh so they wanted to represent it in an italian flavor which they wanted to sell through art mm-hmm. uh so yeah we talked about it you know for a while and we i suggested that what if we drive the car and you know use that as your tool as your paint brush and you create a print through that and that's how uh, you know most uh, bizarre or great or whatever absurd yeah, ideas yeah. come from and uh, you may throw out many such things and some kind of work and this one worked and uh, we built an arena around it literally uh, mm. where yeah, you know the I gates opened the like a uh, <coughs> like a bullfighting ring or a, a gladiator ring actually and you know the car comes out and we create an artwork so it's a random artwork it doesn't so how do you it's read not, such kind of it's not entirely random it's partly random yes it's partly abstract 
but it's uh, there is a certain precision with which it has to be done because uh, the car has to be driven at a certain angle for it to splash a certain color to create a certain kind of impression. Okay. Okay. So there was a part rehearsal that was done to understand how to drive this at what speed, how much color will you know throw where, what will come, what will it eventually look like, because it could really look stupid at the end of it as well. Yeah. So uh, you know. Um, yeah, fortunately, it turned out to look half decent, I think. Okay. Uh, so, so when we talk about art, uh, you will agree. I guess we also had a discussion before coming here uh, that there is a disconnect. So, uh, common man doesn't resonate with art much. Uh, mostly the upper sections of the society vouch for it. Uh, so, what do you think is the reason? Is it money or uh, is it the understanding and awareness of art and fashion in itself? I think it is the education of it. Okay. Uh, in most homes, art is a hobby. It is not a culture. It is not a profession. Uh, I grew up often being asked, what do you do? And if I said artist, they said, no, you hobby ke liye, nahi, profession. Hi kya karte kya ho? Karte. You know, uh, so it's not just me. There are, you know, hundreds, millions, thousands like me in this country, everywhere else. In fact, uh, whether, whether it is visual arts or I'm sure music and, you know, many other similar arts feel the same, mm-hmm. you know, get the same. So uh, we're not exposed to the concept of art as a culture within the space we live in. Uh, we are always told to become something. You know, we are always told that the man will become the breadwinner and therefore you must yeah. go to medicine or engineering, you know. Yeah. They are possibly right in the to say that okay. they will make more money, which they might even. But, uh, you know, professions like ours get disregarded. And uh, so it's the education right there, the onset, which is lacking, whether it's in schools or from parents are inculcate uh, and encourage art. Uh, Whereas I feel in families that are more secure financially, possibly uh, about these things uh, or have a well-traveled, understand different cultures, understand the importance of art and how, I mean, the thing is children, the first thing they do in their life is draw before they write, you know, and they continue to scribble throughout their lives. At some point, the adults start withholding them from doing it, you know, so you're actually stopping him from being a continuing to be a creative person. Uh, not encouraging it. So it's, it, we naturally, we want to, we're creative, you know, yeah. uh, unless we were creative, we wouldn't exist where we are. The evolution of billions of years is a result of being creative, creative. you know, whether it's digging through a cave and figuring out how to live and eventually building a home off it. Uh, there is a concept of creativity that we as humans have within us. So, uh, you know, people possibly curb it. And uh, that is where it kind of creates a lack of understanding between art and, you know, all of that. So, uh, education, I think, is is the factor, and uh, that is something that we need to encourage. Okay, the importance. So, so, say for someone like me, when I go to say an art gallery, uh, m- monetary factors are also very, yeah. uh, you know, uh, what you say, imposing. When you say there's there's a there's a uh, picture which yeah. you might like aesthetically. Yeah. I don't understand how to read an art. Yeah. Like you very rightly said that we are not being educated to understand that. But say, how do you explain that part of it? Like if I, I understand the major reason is uh, understanding of it. But where does money or, uh, you know, the, the financial or commercial aspect come into picture? I mean, it's one thing to be able to afford it is one thing to be able to understand it. Yeah. It's fine if you can't afford it. That's very different from being able to understand it. Mm-hmm. And the understanding again comes from exposure and education. We don't have access to uh, surplus art galleries or great art or history, you know, around us that we just walk into, you know, in a city like ours, even you may have a couple of them, but uh, unlike many places across the world, you can just, when you have nothing to do, you don't go to a mall, you can go to a gallery. You know, there is something to take back from it, learn from it. 
so yeah that i think is where that understanding is bridged which we don't have uh, we are not we, i don't i don't remember having an artistic class in school i remember we don't how to draw mountains hills and birds you know and the lake goes like this through those to the valley mm-hmm. you know so uh, at what point did you teach me about monet or this thing you know i, I went to art school eventually to study about it but in school i was taught geometry which i haven't used in my life but i certainly you know learned about monet much later than i may have uh, you know if my school encouraged it so uh, yeah that that education is what makes you understand art better appreciate art better and then of course if you have the uh, the liberty to spend for it that's great you know that that's just uh, yeah 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 fair enough so uh, now you got art out of the canvas onto the fabric yeah okay uh, so your work is not confined to an art gallery people wear it like you said uh, in the start do you feel that you have potentially done enough when it comes to the unique union of art and fashion is there quirkbox 2.0 uh, maybe uh, i would like to put it your next challenging endeavor when you stop wearing white shirts and you wear a quirkbox outfit i know i have done part of my job okay <laughs> so, <laughs> okay uh so uh, anything else that uh, is uh, in in the pipeline it's an ongoing process like you said you know there will always be people that do not know what you do mm-hmm. uh, do not know why you do it mm-hmm. do not understand what you do uh, there will always be people who uh, do not who discredit art or do not give it enough credit mm-hmm. uh, so there will always be a challenge there will always be new people you find that you want to educate about mm-hmm. what you do mm-hmm. and uh, so long as that exists i mean we'll keep trying you know okay. at some level to continue to the concept of quirkbox so that through the medium of fashion we come we sell art so uh, when i meant uh, quirkbox 2.0 i was yeah. trying to understand uh, from the business perspective yeah. so art and fashion is something you got together yeah. is there something else apart from that well i guess you mentioned uh, about your design studio yeah. so yeah yeah that is an independent company also it also shares the name quirkbox but that is an independent company mm-hmm. uh wherein now there is an aesthetic with the brand the fashion brand quirkbox that people recognize which is what i am largely responsible for the style of aesthetic that i bring to the brand that is something that people have acknowledged uh and understood as being distinct there are many brands now that feel the need to be distinct in some way and uh when they feel they have an identity that they would like to create or a language visually that they would like to create that is distinct you know stands out or speaks something uh fresh is when brands reach out to us and uh ask us to create something for for their brands so uh as part of quirkbox design studio what we do is now we are much like you know a a, a branding agency you could say uh where we do work for multi brands you know these are not brands in fashion they could be electronics and beauty and you know different uh, yeah. facets of yeah. what you know industries uh, where we as artists provide our aesthetic to their brands okay so uh this is something personal i have seen some mind boggling graphic designs on your insta page uh, i guess they were designed by your wife priyanka uh, some of, of them, them. Possibly, yeah, yeah 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 uh, where did you meet her shed some light uh, on how it all happened priyanka used to work at quirkbox okay. and uh, we worked on a project uh, for a for a for quite a few months during which we got familiar with each other because we were really spending a lot of time obviously uh, trying to create some exciting art in the process of which we got to know each other better and you know went from being colleagues to uh, to friends as i'd say eventually after she 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 you know was done with her quirkbox stint and she was actually planning to go abroad to study 
during that period is when off uh, you know the off work actually we we met independently and uh, found you know a sense of uh, commonality in our ways i guess in okay. some way okay. and that's where kind of like so who proposed from. whom shuruat who who triggered it <laughs> i don't think there was a trigger point actually you know there was no date there was no moment it was just uh, it was if fortunately it was very smooth it was very organic where we realized that we really enjoyed uh, each other's company probably and uh, so so who said that three magical words it wasn't actually like that it okay. it actually was very uh, i mean yeah we both realized at some point that you know we are the same space thinking the same things okay. and uh, i think initially she probably had a few uh, doubts about uh, whether i was genuinely interested in this <laughs> or if i okay. was just so you were the one who showed uh, up, i mean you approached her in that way and then she had actually doubts. i i i got to learn later that she actually felt the same but i wasn't aware of it okay. uh, so i think i was probably making it more obvious than she was Okay. Okay. So, uh, so, so with uh, you, you just mentioned uh, before this question that uh, you know, Quarkbox is now it's it's you have an independent design agency, and so uh, you have also worked with big brands uh, who approach your studio to create their unique uh, brand value now. Right. Uh, that way, uh, with within a short stint, I guess you have worked with Maruti Suzuki, Vans, uh, Bajaj. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Which one was your most challenging work? Say, for example, something like automotive. How do you start ideating? Like, I guess you did for Ignis, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So thought process kahan se shuru and which which one was more uh, challenging for you in terms of work? Honestly, they're all actually absolutely the same for me because it's just a new medium. I am an artist now whether I put it on fabric I put it on a wall or a car or a shoe or a fan for me it is just a medium as change so thought process doesn't change thought process ch- changes to some extent because there is a design brief that comes along the way because there is a target audience as an artist if I feel like I can uh, draw uh, mountains and birds and naked women and cars and you know whatever else I have the uh, the freedom to explore based on what that brand wants to The, what image they want to tell as well it isn't more or less challenging for different industries it is actually exciting because suddenly now i can put my art onto yeah. a car a shoe you know and a, a blade of fan for that matter okay. so uh, it's uh, it's equally exciting and equally challenging if you ask me okay okay so now we come to our important question the most important question which is now uh, i saw your ted and uh, i guess the first ted talk Where you have mentioned you have been wanting to become a poet at certain uh, point in time, then you wanted to become a writer, then you wanted to become a sportsman. Uh, to your designs getting rejected at your first job. Uh, so so you know you have seen uh, or uh, also there's there's one point when you were walking to fill your form for your majors, and then you uh, decided to uh, not do fine arts since you had gained interest in that, but you did communication designs. So uh, you've seen a lot of ups and downs in terms of. Uh, where you are today so could you date back uh, what was that moment or you know moments which defined you who you are today uh, what we call as mug and bucket moment or moments yeah like you said i mean there were multiple moments like these uh, the thing is the challenges don't cease i mean the challenges were there and the challenges today are different there there will be challenges tomorrow as well and there will be just different challenges and uh, i guess you just take them as they come and you know you adapt to the challenge at that moment which kind of uh, defines how your next move will be and uh, i think similarly in all of these cases that's what i did 
uh, at some point I wanted to take out fine art as a full time, you know, uh, uh, educational stream. And I eventually did communication design, which I had in initially intended to do any which ways. I think I was uh, a bit uh, skeptical about it because of all the uh, social pressures of, you know, can you make a living of being an artist? And uh, I think I was young and naive. Otherwise, I may have possibly even pursued it full time at that point. But a part of me, I guess, always knew that I wanted to do that and which is why I continue to do it today as an independent artist, you know, not maybe as a uh, as part of the Quirkbox brand. Um, so I think those moments uh, kept changing. I kept trying new things and I kept failing at many things. And, uh, you know, uh, success is a sum of all your failures. So uh, that's okay. where we are at right now. Okay, so uh, uh, you, you cannot define uh, any one single out moment, which actually started your uh, entire thing. So there might have been moments, like you said, like when you look back, you connect the dots. Yeah. But then there has to be a starting point uh, from where this it all started. I remember though that when I was working in Bombay, for the longest time, my work wasn't getting approved and I started questioning uh, my abilities and I realized that I didn't have a foundation in uh, in art schooling. And uh, even though I had probably already finished my undergrads, I decided I need to go back to art school because I didn't have, you know, a, a, a strong base for it. And uh, I think going back to design school really evolved my thought process of how I see things. And uh, I think from there, I, I kind of like managed to uh, redefine the way I create. And I think that I, was your, yeah, uh, that possibly in some ways yeah, could be yeah. uh, the first a learning. Yeah, yeah that yeah. made me yeah realize something that I need to do different. So that's it from the mug and bucket section. Uh, your answers were very crisp, defining. So we move on to something now very lighthearted. Okay. So you have two options, uh, two games rather. Uh, one is Know Your Age, where we're going to ask you general knowledge questions. And the second is Ulta Pulta. Okay. So which one are you going to choose? Let's go with Ulta Pulta. Okay. So Sorry, uh, you right. know the format, right? You have to ask, uh, you have to answer the preceding question. Okay. Okay. So here's the first question, which you don't have to answer. Okay. What's your name? Who is the husband of Anushka Sharma? Jayesh. Uh, Prime Minister of India. Virat Kohli. <laughs> okay. Name your best friend. Man, uh, Modi. Narendra Modi. <laughs> Most annoying person you know. Mehran. Okay. Uh, who was your first crush? Sorry, wait, I, I screwed up. Annoying person. Annoying person. Now you have to tell about the annoying person. That that was actually, that's where I should have said Mehran. <laughs> okay, so Mehran again. We, yes. can, we can say. So, so this was the question. Who was your first crush? Okay, you answered that. Now we move on to the next question. Which actress starred in Simba? Madonna. Okay. Uh, which brand's shirt are you wearing today? Okay, I'll give it to you. Sara Ali Khan. Khan. <laughs> That's a nice brand. <laughs> and last question. Uh, what would be the theme of your next painting? Nike. Okay, so that's it from us. Uh, now we move on to our last section, which is maybe Prime Minister. So uh, finally, what is that one thing you would like to change in our society, big or small, uh, apart from what you're doing currently, if you are chosen as the Prime Minister of India? I think there is not sufficient importance to education in our country. And we, we define literacy by 8th grade and 10th grade pass. And, uh, the and we try to pass everybody. That is not education. Education is a sum of morals, principles. You know, when you went to school and you studied about Adarsh Balak, <laughs> that is also education, you know. Yeah. Just your marks do not qualify as it. Correct. And uh, just from the civic sense that you see that lacks every day, uh, you realize that we're an illiterate country to, to a large extent. And uh, okay. uh, I think we need to 
try to change that so uh, is it something that uh, jayesh is going to take up as a philanthropy like you know at the at the <laughs> I, uh, later stage I, of your life we used to as as a brand cookbox uh, you know have a large proportion of our proceeds go to education okay. and uh, i truly believe that education is the step forward okay so that's it from the show thank you so much for coming on the show and to the listeners until next time love you all and keep listening thank you so thanks, much thanks dude thanks for having me thank you for listening to the mug and bucket podcast if you like what you just heard please subscribe to our show on itunes spotify castbox hubhopper or any other podcasting app you use and please follow us on facebook twitter linkedin and instagram want the world to know your mug and bucket moment which changed the course of your journey go to our website themugandbucket.com and click on share your moment we will publish your story on our website until then take care and keep listening